0: going on ladies gentlemen welcome back to another edition of the right wing vegan podcast Woo! i feel like rick flair today i feel like rick the nature boy rick flair dropping that elbow on that jacket cutting them all-star promos i feel like rick flair we're gonna go a little rick flair today a little off the hinges this is another uh Maybe we'll just start making like a one episode a week, a rant episode where I just fire off. You know what I mean? Uncensored. Maybe we'll call it like Uncensored Wednesday or Thursday. I I know today's Wednesday, but whatever. Uh, Maybe that's that's what we'll do, because I feel like at the tail end of this episode. I'm going to lose my mind. I'm going to lose my mind yet again, because something has got me. Pretty fired up. Pretty fired up. So, we're going to talk about it. Among other things. I want to say that it's a great day in the state of Texas. It's a great day in the state of Texas for the unborn. It's a great day in the state of Texas for the Second Amendment. As I believe, I could be wrong about this, but I believe today marks the start of constitutional carry in the great state of Texas. Also... You see how my my draw even changes when I talk about Texas? I feel like i got to throw that emphasis on there. You you just don't call it Texas. You go Texas. You say it with that that smooth southern... Texas. Right? It carries that sexiness with it. Texas. I don't don't know. You can't say it any other way, in my opinion. It just isn't legitimate. It's only legitimate if you add that emphasis to it. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, we... Wish we all lived in Texas, don't we? Constitutional carry is a beautiful thing. I wish the state of Ohio would adopt constitutional carry. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Ohio is a shall-issue state. That's fine, I guess. You are forced to take a basic handgun training course, which really isn't that bad, I guess. Really, really isn't. Uh, If you're going to own a firearm, you should train with that firearm. That is something that I would advocate very highly that you do. Um, if you're going to own a firearm you should learn how to use it properly you should do what you can to ensure that you are accurate so that in the instance that you need to use that firearm which is your right to do in this great country you should know how and feel confident that your shots will go straight into the bad guy and nowhere else that's what we want Straight into the bad guy. Anyways, it's also a great day in Texas for the unborn. God, you know, I promise you in in 50, 60 years, our children are going to look back on us or our children's children, or I don't know, it's 56 years, who the hell would, but somebody's going to look back on us. It's going to be, they're going to be taking our statues down as if we warranted any, as if our generation warranted any statues uh, for, for how we treat the unborn, but in Texas that, uh, that sucks today. So that's a beautiful thing. Um, there was legislation passed. I think it might have been the governor. I, I don't. I don't really know the details behind it. Um, but what I do know is that effectively, it's it's sort of the heartbeat bill, I believe, which they tried to pass here in Ohio. Um, but the heartbeat bill essentially, what it, it just says that you can't have an abortion as soon as a heartbeat is detected, and I think that's what they're doing. Um, in Texas, you're going to hear typing as I fact check myself in real time. Let's see how many liberal I'm searching on DuckDuckGo, so I should get some. So look what pops up right right away, top of the thing. Planned Parenthood Action Fund. Are you effing kidding me? No one wants to give money. No person who has morals or scruples would want to give money to that shit organization. Listen to this. Democrats fear Texas abortion ban could happen elsewhere. Oh no. We might protect the unborn in other states. Oh, what a, what a travesty. What a travesty that would be. What a travesty. Oh, look, the ACLU, of course, is on top of this. Forget mask mandates and vaccine mandates. According to the ACLU, your body, your choice, only when someone else's body is impacted. That being the baby that you're carrying inside of you, which might be a person, Probably i saw some jackass i don't know if he's a celebrity or a or a uh, reporter i don't know what he was he had a blue check mark whatever the hell that means and uh he tweeted something like um uh you know it's scientifically proven that uh uh you know it's not a baby until after a certain amount of time <laughs> it's scientifically proven as if that carries any weight in 2021 as if scientifically proven means death dick all you know what was scientifically proven a long time ago is that smoking was healthy not only was it not unhealthy it was actually healthy for you to smoke and by the way that was scientifically proven at some point because there were studies to back it up as if studies aren't just vehicles for whoever funds them to support their stance trust the science okay creep okay weirdo as if that means anything all science is, is faith it's true science is faith that's right oh my gosh i just said but oh you just said something so controversial blah, 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 blah okay well here's my question then okay how do you know if you have COVID? this is a question that kind of backs up what i'm saying if you hear creaking this chair is so effing loud i need to oil it or something so if you hear that creaking i apologize Sound like a second-rate podcast over here with my creaking and my drinking and my typing as I fact-check myself in real time. Oh my goodness, I'll try to stand, sit real still for the rest of the podcast. No promises. Maybe I should stand. Anyways, what the hell was I? Oh yeah, back to what I was talking about. So, here's 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 something, alright? How do you know if you have the Delta variant? You don't you don't know because there's no way to test for it they don't test you for it they just tell you whether or not you have covid you assume you have the delta variant because you put faith in what you are told the only difference is you're not putting faith in god you're putting faith in some jackass in a white coat either way you cannot definitively prove yourself what is going on you are putting faith in what you are being told okay how do you even know covid's real how do you know? Have you ever seen it? Have you ever seen a, a lab? Have you ever walked into a lab, looked under a microscope, and saw COVID? No. You put faith in the test that tells you COVID is real. You put faith in the studies that you see. You put faith in the television doctors that you mindlessly watch on CNN. You put your faith in humanity. Others put their faith in our creator. That's the th- There is no... You can scientifically prove anything you want. It doesn't mean anything because eventually it can be scientifically disproven. So for you to use that as an argument against me to say, oh, it's scientifically proven. First of all, where? I I haven't seen the study. And if you show me a study that says that, I'll show you a study that refutes it. Scientifically proven, depending on what you read. So I hate that argument. That argument really pisses me off because it's so stupid, And asinine. well, I read the study one time that was paid for by Planned Parenthood that told me that uh, you know, uh, 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 uh. It's so annoying. We I was I was talking to I was talking to somebody the other day and we were trying to like we were trying to talk about the Delta variant cuz we had heard that like schools in our area in our local area had been blowing up. Like cases are blowing up in these schools. Oh my gosh and uh, i was discussing with them and we were like basically countering each other with facts and i put that in quotation marks facts that we heard on different news news channels it's hilarious it's like well i heard that it spreads worse in kids well i heard that it doesn't spread worse in kids well i heard that the symptoms are worse if you're unvaccinated well i heard that the symptoms are worse if you're vaccinated it's hilarious how much contradiction you can find in what the news is telling you based on what news um what news you you watch. So that's what I have to say about that. That was a fart noise by the way. I don't know if that came through on the microphone, but when you tell me it's scientifically proven, I'm just gonna I, matter of fact maybe just going forward, I'm just gonna make a fart noise. When you tell me something is scientifically proven, I'm gonna say that's scientifically proven okay because that's how I I'm sorry, that's how I feel about it. It carries no weight with me, especially in 2021. Zero weight with me, my friend. Was that racist? I don't know. Don't care. All right, so So, few things I want to talk about outside of the great state of Texas. It's a beautiful place. You should move there unless you're a democrat, then please stay away. Please stay away. I don't need the left to I don't need the democrats to get Texas. Uh that would that would be awful. I want to I want to go to a story. This is a really disturbing, depressing story. This is worse, in my opinion, than COVID. Some of the stories you hear about COVID. This is this is absolutely tragic. You know, with COVID, what happens is though, those. Sorry, I'm having trouble here. Wow! Did you hear that, Siri? Really wanted to chime in. Oh, that was that was Siri on the podcast. Everybody chiming in. Apple always listens to you, so they're probably mad at me. I, I said COVID, so they probably turned on the the recording device so that they could they could hear me. Well, little do they know, I'm actually recording myself. Um. So, so with COVID, you know what it is. CNN will run this story. And uh, the story will be something along the lines of, like, perfectly healthy 35-year-old passes away from COVID, um, and her dying words were, I really wish I would have got vaccinated. I really wish I would have taken this more seriously. Okay. You know, first of all, can you believe it? That's that's the, the question that always rolls through my mind when I'm reading a story from CNN. Okay can I believe what I'm reading? And, and usually I default because it's CNN right? It's shit news. I traditionally default to know this is probably this is probably fake. This is probably altered in some way, shape or form to tell a narrative because CNN is a reality television company, right? It's probably edited. So but then you 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 know there's some there's some information that wasn't quite released in the story. That you can glean just by looking at a photo of the individual they're talking about. So what CNN will do is sometimes they make the mistake of they'll tell you the story, perfectly healthy, 35-year-old woman, yada, yada, yada. And then you look at a picture of her. And it's very clear, it's very evident, as soon as you see the picture of this woman, that she is in fact not healthy, she is in fact morbidly obese. Now the fat phobic group or fat phobic. No, I'm sorry. That's a different group. That's what they call me. The body positivity group who I, who I loathe so much will tell you that, Oh, well she, she's could be happy. Yeah. She weighs seven, 800 pounds, but she's, she's healthy. And I would contend that no seven or 800 pound person, no five or 600 pound person is healthy. Um, so, and we also know that at least 70% of the people who have died i say at least cuz it just depends on what study you reference at least 70% of the people who pass away from covid are morbidly obese or obese at the very least overweight so you know that is a comorbidity and and i'll be honest with you like if i were and i'm not again talk to your doctor talk to your doctor talk to your doctor only you and your doctor can make good choices about your health But if I were five or six hundred pounds, I'd probably I'd probably take the vaccine in a heartbeat because, you know, it's a risk reward type situation. Right. I'm going to weigh the risk of each option. This this is how I make decisions. Okay, I'm not saying this is how you should make decisions because you should talk to your doctor. But how I make my decisions is I'm going to weigh the risk. Right. So if I'm I am a a healthy thirty five year old, thirty six. Oh, my God. Thirty six year old. Sorry. So I am a healthy 36-year-old male, okay? I have asthma. That's my only comorbidity, but it is under control. So I would say that I'm less likely to take the vaccine because I actually think I have more of a chance of having an adverse reaction to the vaccine. But that might be a ridiculous way of thinking. I don't know, but that's that's I'm allergic anyway. So these thought processes for me... They don't really matter. I can't take the vaccine even if I wanted to. But if I were in a position to make that choice, these are things that I. all I'm saying is these are things that you should weigh right in any medical decision. And I hate that we even have to talk about this because it's you. You can be the arbiter of your own body when it comes to this. stuff. I, I'm not going to tell you what to do. OK, you know what's best for you. And since we, you know what's best for you. All right. But enough about that. Anyways, that was all a lead-in to talk about this story. As reported by TimCast.com, Cassandra Fairbanks, we like to reference her a lot. Nearly half of American children between the ages of 5 and 11 are overweight following the lockdowns. So this is according to a study that was published last week. Okay, The study was titled, Changes in Body Mass Index Among Children and Adolescents During the COVID-19 Pandemic. It compared the body mass index of youth from 5 to 17 years old during the pandemic in 2020. It referenced the same period before the pandemic in 2019. So that was your reference point. Um, It looks like overweight and obesity increased among 5 through 11-year-olds from 36.2%, which is already ridiculously high, by the way, for that age group, to 45.7% during the pandemic, an absolute increase of 8.7% and relative increase of 23.8% compared with the reference period, okay? Children from 12 to 15 gained an average of 5 pounds, while those who are 16 and 17 gained an average of 2.3 extra pounds, OK, now they're claiming that this is because of the lockdown. Children were not allowed to play or go out and experience life the way that they should. And they're they're attributing this to, uh, uh, you know, the increase in weight. Now, I just told you don't believe studies. Studies aren't 100 percent accurate. So I will eat my own words here and I will say we don't know. OK. Use use your own eyes and common sense to see if you believe this is true or false. You can do your own research, yada yada yada. I only wanted to reference it because I find it very interesting that as a society we have chosen to push certain medications on individuals without addressing the the issue at hand. And this is something that we do as a society, and it's 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 an awful awful error in the way that we as human society calculate issues and and resolve them Um, it's the same thing with guns right because somebody shoots somebody else you want to take the guns away because you think because in the simplest thought process that seems to that would solve the problem but because it's overly complex the simplest thought process you know you need to put a lot more thought into it Um, It doesn't necessarily work the way that, on paper, a simple mind would think that it works. It's the same thing here, okay? We want to just push medication after medication after medication without addressing the obesity or the overweight problems, the, the overconsumption problem that we have in this country. Um... Why is that? Well, duh, because you're a good little consumer when you're just taking medication. You think McDonald's wants you to stop eating at McDonald's? No, they want you to take your pill and go eat more. And the medical industry, Big Pharma, they love that too because they get to sell you the pill that you have to take. So go take your pill and eat another cheeseburger and be a happy little consumer. When you examine the way that big business controls this country, controls society, it really is disgusting. And once you start to peel the banana, it's really, you you can't stop. You'll start to see it. You just have to start the peel. You know, take that first layer and peel it off. And then you'll start to see what's going on. Now, I promised you a rant. And I'm going to tie this in with what I just said, okay? The fact that children are fat. <sighs> all right, I'm getting, I'm getting myself prepped for this. I want to talk about Republicans. I want to talk about Republicans because, you know, it's pretty obvious that Democrats are evil. I've said, I think I've said this on the show before. I've probably said all this on the show before, but I'm just really going to get into it because I'm really ticked off. I know a lot of people who watch Hannity, okay? I know a lot of people who watch Hannity. I know a lot of people who like Sean Hannity. Now, I don't know, okay, if Sean Hannity is a good person or a bad person. I'll let you figure that out. I really don't care. Sean Hannity has certainly been a star in the conservative circles for a very long time, okay? Okay? And Sean Hannity and I agree on a lot of policy. There's no way to, to deny it. Um, the, the, the other thing I'll say is that Sean Hannity consistently has, takes the side of, takes the back of, um, Republicans who don't agree with their voter base. Republicans who fail at representing the people who vote them into office. And what I mean by this is Lindsey Graham. There are others, Mitch McConnell, Kevin McCarthy. These um, elite, elitist, uniparty type Republicans who will speak a very big game on Twitter and a very big game on Sean Hannity. But um, when it comes to action, they do nothing. They don't do anything. They might hold a conference where they'll speak, but they don't do anything, okay? Oftentimes, they vote with the Democrats, who they just spoke out against. Lindsey Graham is so guilty of this. Tucker Carlson, like a week ago or two weeks ago, did an episode where he basically called Lindsey Graham out for talking a big game, but then voting in all of these liberal judges for Joe Biden. It's not only that he skipped the vote or he voted no and they, they got through anyways, it's that he's voted yes. He's supporting these judicial nominees while going on Twitter and saying that Joe Biden needs to be impeached. Well, I've heard several Republicans say that Joe Biden needs to be removed from office, but I have yet to see these Republicans sign on to the resolution that Marjorie Taylor Greene wrote actually calling for Joe Biden to be impeached. Now, I know this will do nothing because the Democrats are in control of Congress and they're tribal and they don't care if the country falls to shit. They actually prefer it. But putting your name with the statement saying, I want Joe Biden impeached I believe he should be impeached. I believe he is a failure. I believe he is ruining this country. I believe he is responsible for the deaths of American Marines. I think that Joe Biden is mentally gone. And I think that he needs to be removed from office. And I believe people in his administration need to be charged with crimes for their ineptitude. Now, I'll remind you that Donald Trump was impeached because of a phone call. Joe Biden is responsible for the death of 13 United States service people. His bad, bad, bad direction, his failed leadership has stranded hundreds of Americans in Afghanistan. Now, the left is going to say those people want to be there. Do you know why they want to be there, though? Many of them are there to help Afghans. And they were stranded. They're trying to do the right thing. That does not excuse the government to just leave these people. In some instances, there should have been a forced extraction. These people are going to want to do the right thing because they're good people. Good people. You see, I know Democrats don't know. They don't know what a good person is because they fake it so much. They don't actually know what a good person looks like. They know how to pretend to be one. They know how to tweet like one. But when it comes to actually doing the right thing, they really don't know what to do. I wonder how much money Cory Bush has donated. Probably not much. Um, but these people, you see, they want to help people, so that's why they're there. And it's hard, you know, when you're when you're a good person, it's kind of hard to convince you to be a little selfish. Sometimes you need to be. That's how good people operate. They aren't instantly selfish and try to do things that help them. They try to do things that help others, you see? They don't fake it either. They don't dress it up. They don't want a lot of media attention. They don't go on Twitter and talk about it. They don't want that because good people do things behind closed doors. They're not doing it to get some sort of cred or to get some sort of boost. They're doing it to be a genuine person. Tim Tebow is a good example of that. I know you guys like to shit on Tim Tebow for reasons I'll never understand, but the man's a good person. He does a lot of good things and he doesn't care if he gets coverage for them. Colin Kaepernick is the antithesis of that. He does things for selfish reasons. He knew that his star was fading, so he decided to take a stand um, that really in his circle isn't very controversial. I mean, let's be honest. It's the, the stance of big business in Hollywood. That's not controversial. And he signs endorsement deals, makes millions of dollars, but everything is self-centered, right? He talks about how he's oppressed a lot, which, yeah, right. Another oppressed millionaire. You love to see him. There's a difference. Now, Joe Biden isn't being impeached for any of this. Marjorie Taylor Greene, in fact, I think there might be others who have signed on. But she's certainly the only one of, that I, I can say definitively is talking about impeaching Joe Biden. Nary a word from Lindsey Graham when it matters. He'll tweet about it. He'll go on Hannity and talk about it. But nary a word when they're actually behind closed doors and they're talking about legislation and they're doing things and they're trying to call people to account. Nary a word. Maybe he's too busy worried about bringing in Afghans into this country. Forget the American citizens. What about all these Afghan refugees? These refugees that we didn't vet, by the way, so we have no idea. We have no idea who they are, what their intent is. We don't know. They'll be coming to a state near you very soon. You can thank your nearest Joe Biden voter for that. It drives me insane that I have no representatives in our government. Like I am not represented. My values, what I stand for is barely represented in our national federal government. What you stand for, Republican voter, is not being represented represented in our, our federal government. It's uniparty bullshit. And that's why I can't stress this enough. I don't want to start a new party because I think that's horse shit. I think it's dumb. It'll go nowhere. I want to take the Republican Party. And I want you to take it with me, okay? So I want you to start paying attention. I know it's hard. Some of you do. It's time to start paying attention, not only to Republican versus Democrat, because who gives a shit? 60% of the time, they're the same thing. You're not getting any difference, okay? You're either going to get a Republican that's just going to shake their head and wag their finger, or you're going to get a Democrat that breaks all the rules and passes legislation and does things. That's the biggest difference between us. It's kind of sad. We always want to be above board. We always want to do the right thing. And a lot of times that just causes us to bend over and take it. We're not going to impeach Joe Biden because we don't want to defame the word impeachment. Oh my gosh. As if that hasn't already happened. Oh, gasp. Oh, we would never stoop to the level. So you're just going to get bent over. Right? Prison rules, baby. You're either the doer or the doe. That's the nicest way I can say it. And Republicans, a lot of the times are the dewey. And I'm sick of it. So pay attention in Republican primaries. Please pay attention. I think it's almost more important that we get these uniparty elitist fakes out of our party. I think it's almost more important that we do that Then we get these Democrats out. Because if we have a strong front that's actually going to fight against the left and push our values. Push freedom and liberty. You ever heard of it? It's probably been a while. It's time for us to maybe partner with the Libertarian Party. And I'm not talking about the weirdo Libertarian Party. I'm talking about like the Mises Caucus. The actual Libertarians. It's time for us to start partnering with them start saying, what can we all do together to achieve a common goal? Because we have a lot of things in common. Conservatives and libertarians, you know, what a conservative is in 2021, which is really mostly just a populist, we have a lot in common. And I think you can find a lot of common ground there. And the things that we can disagree on, we can have a conversation. But you know what we, we do agree on? We agree on liberty. We agree on freedom. We agree on are over the the values that make America what it is and what it's supposed to be. But we can't do that if Lindsey Graham is going to continue to be in the Republican Party. We need to kick his ass out. If Mitt, Rom- why is Mitt Romney? How the hell is he still a Republican? All of these port these people need to go. Mitch McConnell needs to go. Kevin McCarthy needs to go. Mitt Romney needs to go. Lindsey Graham needs to go. They all. Need to go. And that's where I stand. And I hope that's where you stand too. Maybe we'll do a deep dive into Lindsey Graham. I'd kind of like to do that. Tucker's beat me to it. Tucker's doing a great job. He's doing a great job at it. Anyways, we went on for a while. My blood pressure's up. I think I'm going to call it. I think we're going to call this episode. I want to thank you guys for listening as always though. Really appreciate the support. Please like, like, blah, 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 blah. i said it too fast. Like, share, subscribe, do all the things, share this show with somebody, you know, show with some, share the show with someone, you know, not even saying. So if you can't subscribe now after I just embarrassed myself, wrapped like Tom McDonald, then I don't know what you're doing. Anyways, thanks for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, I really do. And, um, maybe I'll do a positive episode to end the week. We'll see. I'm also going to do a review of the Sig P365 XL. It's my carry gun. I'm going to post that on YouTube. I got to film it still. I did like take some film of me out on the range, right? I was just out on the range and I was shooting. And then I looked at the film and like, I had to Jerry rig the camera. Cause I don't have like, I have some equipment, right? Cause I've done YouTube stuff before, but I don't have like good equipment. So I had to like jerry rig it, and it just looks real stupid. It's like it's like watching yourself do something, and then you realize I look so stupid when I do that. You know, you, I I watch some people do it, and I'm like, damn, like that's so impressive. They look so good when they're shooting. I look at myself, and I'm just like, oh, I look like a, nah, I look like a, a mentally deficient person shooting this gun. So I don't know if I'll post that footage, but I'll definitely, definitely going to do a review of the Sig P365 XL. What I think of it, what I think of it as a carry gun, why I, I carry it all that good stuff we'll do that um and then we'll do we're gonna do more video like that i think on the youtube channel just some different things um conversational stuff i'd like to start doing with people i I really would i'd really like to start having conversations with people about things even people i disagree with because i honestly think that could be that could be kind of fun to do so uh, i i that'd be a good thing to do and um we'll see we're gonna get things going but anyways thank you guys for listening i'll see you guys next time